I have absolute trust in the strength of my story. I have absolute trust in the strength of my voice. My name is Betty Rooted Lionheart, and this podcast is called Dear Medicine. This shamanic healer's journey of gentle and persistent self-love. So this is super edgy for me. I'm just a normal person who has lived a life stamped by fear and smallness. So why do I want to share my story with you? Well, because my story is ordinary, but it's also extraordinary because the power of shamanic healing has changed my life. And I want that for everyone. We are in a time on this planet when we either need to transform or will perish. And I'm putting my eggs in the basket of transformation. So this is just me and just raw and there's no special equipment here. There's not going to be any editing. I'm someone who has feared technology. Um, I've used it minimally. And I've just recently begun to be able to live my life from a place other than fear. So that's why I'm able to put my story out there in this way all of a sudden. I am someone who, from about the age of seven, has lived in pretty extreme despair about what humans are doing to our beautiful, amazing, and alive planet. I lived with that despair, deeply with that despair until I found my path of shamanic healing. Now I feel called to say that there are going to be some people who take issue with the fact that I'm calling myself a shamanic healer. But what I want you to understand is I am someone who has always followed the rules, who has always played small and lived small, who has always tried to live it within the very confining and narrow prescriptions of this culture. And when I say that, I live in the United States. Um, I am white. 
There's an enormous amount of white privilege in my life. Um, I live in New York State. And this culture, when I say that, I think what I mean is the, the culture created by the white colonists, by the white people in power with money who have for centuries shaped what happens and what is right and what is wrong or lawful and unlawful is a better way to say that in the country that we call the United States but which is in fact part of Turtle Island and belongs to the indigenous people of this land. I am someone who is fortunate enough to own a hundred and five acres of Mother Earth in the white colonizer way. But I prefer to say that I love and steward the land and that owning it allows me to protect it and that owning it allows me to be in the incredible process of manifesting braided root waters healing sanctuary on that land and making that land open and available to all people of all colors, all races, all backgrounds, all abilities, all genders, all orientations to come to braided root waters to experience the healing that this piece of Mother Earth wants to give so generously to anyone who comes here. So that's an invitation. Um, you can contact me by going to my website, which is moonwiseearthwalks.org. M-O-O-N-W-I-S-E E-A-R-T-H W-A-L-K-S dot O-R-G I also offer my shamanic healing online. Um, the healing takes place in the spirit world and the healing um, comes from my spirit guides. I am a conduit. I am a go-between. Um, but I do want to set you up with just a little bit of my backstory. Um, my soon-to-be ex, uh, but father of my children, and I, and my two-year-old son, came to Trumansburg, New York in 2010. We spent a few months in a motor home, traveling the country, looking for the place we wanted to land. 
with the intention of creating a small organic farm with the community-supported agriculture model and, more importantly to me, an intentional community, a place where people could come together to live in cooperation so that we could survive the collapse of the systems that we rely upon right now for our food, our fuel, our electricity, our lives. I believed and I still believe those things will collapse in my lifetime. And I'm surprised that that hasn't happened yet. We came from California where my husband's job um, at a California Junior College on an organic farm um, was cut in half because of the uh, housing and economic crash of 2008. Um, And so it was time for us to move on and see if we could create our dream. We landed here in August, found um, that aha moment on 105 acres of land whose history was in cattle and hay, had never had chemicals applied to it, um, didn't have any structures whatsoever on it, just about a thousand feet of graveled road. Actually, it was probably a little less than a thousand feet. So we moved our lives from California to here. Um, My dad bought the land for us. Um, My husband and I did not have the financial means. We've always worked very hard, but never at things that were very lucrative. Um, We've always put our energy into what we believe in. And those are not things that typically bring in a lot of money. So we rented a place for a few months while we got a trailer set up on the land. I got pregnant again um, and our second child was born in the trailer. Uh, Our first child was also born at home. Um, And yeah, I'm going to be sharing with y'all things that are, well, that our culture would call embarrassing. but which to me I want to peel back the embarrassment and just be real Um, when my second son was born at home I tore um, from my vaginal opening all the way to my anus and up my colon 
And so even though he was born at home, we found ourselves transporting to the hospital to get me sewn up. Um, fortunately, my mom, who, who actually died um, a year ago on May 19th, uh, two days ago, May 13th, was the one-year anniversary of the stroke that led to her death. So I'm in this period of a week, um, of the week last year during which my mom was dying. And this is when it's moving through me to begin sharing my story with you. So fortunately, my mom had come to stay with us while I was giving birth so that she could be with my older son, who was three years and four months at the time. And so she was able to stay home with him while my husband and the baby and I and the midwife transported to the hospital. Um, and... I still have what is called a rectovaginal fistula from that tearing. Most of the tear healed just fine, but there is a small opening um, between my colon and actually right outside my vaginal opening. Um, and I'm super fortunate that that hole is not between my colon and my vaginal canal because that would mean I would have a lot of struggle with infections that I don't have and I'm able to you know manage this um, physical situation that I live with um, my son is now 11 years old he was born in 2012 so The earliest years that we spent here, living on the land, trying to start a farm, trying to start an intentional community, were the absolute hardest and worst years of my life. Um, I struggled as a mother. I think in retrospect, I had some postpartum depression. Um, and I also have came, come to understand that I actually lived with low-grade depression for much of my life before I found my shamanic healing path. Um, my mom lived with deep depression for over 40 years. Um, and there are other... Um, elements of difficult mental health in, in my family of origin. Um, so the story that I'm going to share with you, the story of my path of shamanic healing, of becoming a shamanic healer, um, 
Oh, I'm remembering now that I started to say that some folks might take issue with me calling myself a shamanic healer, and I never finished that thought. Um, Yes, I understand that, and I respect that view, and I am calling myself what I am, and that is a choice to live from a place other than fear. It's a choice to live from a place of honoring my power, honoring myself, honoring my spirit guides and the healing that they bring into the world through me. It's a choice to It's a shout out to the human race that we need more shamanic healing. We need more shamanic healers. We need more ordinary people like me to find their paths to healing. To find their paths to truth and transformation and there's probably more that I could or should say about this and maybe I will in another episode but what I want to end with right now today this very first episode of Dear Medicine this shamanic healer's path of gentle and persistent self-love. This shamanic healer's journey of gentle and persistent self-love. I'm not editing this, y'all, and I'm not reading off of a script. I'm sitting by the flowing waters of Taganic Creek in Trumansburg, New York, just sharing my heart with you. My closing thought or statement is this. um, Braided Root Waters Healing Sanctuary is a place for transformational healing and reconnection to the earth, to spirit, to fire, to beauty, to purpose, to truth, to ourselves, and to each other. My name is Betty Rooted Lionheart, and I have absolute trust in the strength of my story and absolute trust in the strength of my voice.